0: Welcome to Maximal
1: Being, a podcast devoted to ditching fad diets and using real science to get you healthy and feeling great. I'm Doc Mock, a GI and functional medicine doctor who harnesses the power of gut health to get you achieving your goals. And I'm Jackie P, a well-informed layman who challenges the experts and asks the
2: questions that you want. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or leave a comment. And now, on to the show. What's going on? Maximal Beings here with Maximalbeing.com. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, leave us a comment. It does help us to get the word out. If you have any questions, you can email us at team at maximalbeing.com. Enjoy the episode.
1: Hello, 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 Maximal Beans. Welcome back. It is episode number I don't know. And <laughs> one million, <laughs> one million, one thousand. We invented Each... podcasting here. Yeah, yeah. We are the only people still podcasting. Yes, we did it. For those yeah. of you listening for the first time, it is I, Jackie P, your favorite layman, uh, and uh, it's a special day today. It's just us, which excites me. I love our hosts, our, our guests. Our guests are always awesome, interesting people, yeah. but. You know, I love the one-on-one time with you, Doc Mock. Me I too. really do. Me too. I, I miss this quality time. Yeah. Yeah. So Doc Mock, talk to me. How how are you feeling today? You know, you told me, you know, a little little man had a little uh of a milestone today. Uh so yeah, walk 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 me through that. But first let's check in. How are you holding up? I'm doing great. Um, like
0: I you know, today is the first day that Colin his my son decided that he wanted to roll over, which is like the best and worst moment at the same time it it means that you're like he's exploring this other Mm. part of the universe which is so cool and developing as a human being but now he's going to be sleeping on his face which is like the doctor you know all the
1: things about that it's crazy i i i would say also um thinking about your you and your and your uh do you hear that? Am I crazy? Yeah, I heard it. I think
0: it's on my my. End. Uh-huh. I, okay, I don't know why. That's weird. Sorry about that.
1: Uh, yeah, but thinking about you and you know, like your family, right? You, you and Kate are like these extremely smart people in the medical field, right? And I can imagine just because you've seen so many possibilities out there with kids, like what side of the spectrum are you? Are you Oh, you know what, I've seen this all before. Or since you know what's possible, you're even more stressed out about it. Like, do you <laughs> like how does that work for you?
0: Yeah. Um, I think that we are the least
1: stressed out people on in of the spectrum. I could I could I could see that. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah, because I I mean, you know, Ashley is a teacher, early child educator. Well, educated in that field. And, um you know, she's seen, especially through her career, students of her own have different things. And uh I would say, although I'll give her credit, she's much more calm, cool, collected uh, than someone who's seen a lot of the things. Sometimes she does go into that field and, like, oh man, something would happen with Quinn. And then she's like, oh man, this might be XYZ. I'm like, well, this is probably rare. And it's probably not that, it's probably just a cold, yeah. possibly. We'll start there. We'll start with the basics first. Um, That's interesting. Interesting. I feel like,
0: and I feel like navigating a cold is definitely one of those situations that like as a healthcare provider, you feel so dichotomous about, especially, I feel like all of us took a side over the last several years, right, with Mm COVID-19. So, you know, during, like, so we had a recent situation where the family member came and they were sick. Right. And he was not sick. And in that case, it's like, well, I don't want my tiny little child to be exposed to whatever you're bringing in. So yeah. let's just be cautious about that. Like social distancing, be outside masking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But in the situation where it's like, he's sick and he's fine and smiling. It's like, kid's fine. Like I'm not yeah. worried about this kid. I don't need to run to the emergency department. Yeah. Um and I honestly, like Jackie, going into being a dad, I wondered if I was going to be that way as a parent. Like, was I going to be the ultra cautious? Like, I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to think about those bad things. But it's it's been the opposite, surprisingly. And I don't know if it's because I'm like an old man parent here or <laughs> not. But I just feel surprisingly very calm. And also our kid is very calm. So it kind of ah. all just sinks together, if that makes sense. that's
1: that's awesome and i'm very excited you know uh also i should probably should have said this five minutes ago but we i don't know when this episode is going to be but this is a little father's day conversation that doc mock and i are going to have because my son is four almost four and a half oh how old is colin he's he's almost four months yeah almost four months there's another good four in there it's a good another good four and it's just it's funny because i wanted to we never interview each other. So I just want to take yeah. some time before we get into the shammergram. The shammergram is coming, folks. Don't worry. Shamogram, Yeah. Which but as a special sham. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. 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 It's it's mostly like mostly sham and some yeah. gram. But some you know, gram, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get to that. You never know. We might be surprised. We don't yeah. look at the videos we beforehand. Might. So right. uh but yeah, so this is just for the fathers out there. And of course, I don't think I'm some sort of a grizzled veteran. My son's four almost four and a half. Uh but I thought it'd be fun to ask you, Doc Mott, as someone who's just wicked smart with huge man. old calf muscles, <laughs> you know, some like your, your journey, right? And, like, so um, just fine off the hip here. But I, speaking of surprises, like, what would you say was a – something maybe you prepared for going into fatherhood, but they're, like, maybe the situation is, like, 180. Like, what was, like, a very good, pleasant surprise? Like, oh, man, I was – expecting to be in the trenches. And this is actually way better than I thought. Do you have anything like that for you?
0: Yeah. So let me backpedal first and just say to the listeners out there that Jackie always talks about how smart I am. You all know that I feel exactly the same about him. And (laughs) guess who I went to for advice when it came to prepare (laughs) for having a kid? It wasn't my nerdy pediatrician friends out there. It was Jackie P because he has raised one of the most amazing human beings on the face of the planet. And he just does it with ease and with, with total pizzazz. So Dr. I went through mock the stop. true stop. You're making me blush. stop. <laughs> so so now that I've got him all buttered <laughs> up, I'll answer his question. Um, I think sleep has been the biggest thing. So you talk to anybody and they're just like, oh, they're gonna be crying, they're gonna be up all night, you're gonna be up all night, you're gonna fight with your wife, all this sort of stuff. And none of that has proven to be true. And people just say, like, you have a good baby, this is a trick baby, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, all those things that it's all the baby. But I would like to think that I have something to do with this. Number one, 50% of those genes are mine. And I know that for a fact because that kid looks exactly like me, but he sure um, does. Um, which I feel bad for the kid, but
1: <laughs> except for the calf muscles. Also, I about to say, are those calf <laughs> muscles coming in yet? I can't yeah, wait till he starts like, walking. Those things are just to gonna grow. triple yeah. in size. It's yeah, gonna be great. That's, that's <laughs> a,
0: but um, but anyway, it's sleep, man. It's like this kid has slept through the night since week six. He wakes up with a giant smile on his face. I feel well rested. Like it's just been way easier from that perspective than I could have ever imagined. I'm not bragging. But I think that it's because we set up this environment where we were relaxed. And I think he just was kind of like, oh, well, they're fine. So I should be fine, too. And he's just been kind of like a chill, good sleeper kid.
1: That's that's awesome. And, you know, that one, congratulations, six weeks. That's that's got to be some sort of a record. That's incredible. <laughs> we got to check the data. We got to see what when the first 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 kid was sleeping through the night. You know, it's I mean, funny. That, I, that first night was terrifying. Like, oh, we sure. Like, you're
0: like oh I feel so I'm so sorry to interrupt you too he's yeah like no. oh I feel so relaxed and uh and uh, oh my god 30 is, is he alive oh and then he's just yeah. like turns over and is like smiling It's like, oh. like hey guys yeah hey, I'm guys. hungry <laughs> what's
1: up <Yeah. laughs> you know it's uh it that's funny because we also luck- I don't want to say lucked out but also I think there was a lot of back to I don't know. You could quote the episode about sleep hygiene, right? Sleep yeah. hygiene is important. Yeah. Um, and also folks, disclaimer, obviously I am not the authority on any of this stuff, but I'm just speaking from my experience. Um, one, no. yeah, yeah. One, one thing, yeah. Uh, and one thing, a mentor of mine actually told me while Ash was pregnant, he said, you know, when the baby's born, all your focus goes on a baby and you never, you know, have time with your wife because you're, becoming parents and you have this experience and he told me I mean he had like 3 kids are all grown so I figured like he's doing something right and he told me he said listen like sleep is important because if you're rested, she's rested, the baby's rested, everyone's just in a better mood. So I remembered that and actually took this really great sleeping uh, like sleep training class so, so we blacked out the windows and did everything and had the routine, very regimented routine. And Quinn was sleeping through the night. I I wish I could say six weeks. So that's incredible. But I want to say f- three to four months because yeah, that's
0: pretty good too. Jeez, yeah,
1: it was, funny. it was pretty good. And he was oh, a decent sleeper beforehand. And I'm a, I can't, I can be a night owl. So, you know, we were okay. We kind of balance it out. But I think for me, knowing a lot of my peers who had a kid and they're going through it and they're like, Oh Mike. like we got two hours of sleep last night. Like I like in a regular environment when you get no sleep and you have to function just as an adult, you're already cranky, but then you have to like be functional and no one got sleep. And then you've got a crying baby. Yeah. And you know, that is a recipe for some tumultuous times.
0: Yeah. And um, I think there's,
1: there's something that is visceral about that noise when
0: a baby's crying, that just like gets to the absolute root of your core. Right. It's just like, mm-hmm. I need to help this little thing. I don't know if I can, I need to figure out how to help it. Just something clicks inside of you. And I think that they yeah. played it at Guantanamo Bay to like drive the people oh, boy. crazy, um, yeah. which that is an atrocity, all of that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that there's something about that and then add on the stress of not sleeping all night and then add on the daily stresses of life. You're right, that's just a, that's that's craziness.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So, I mean, I'm looking at the time. I don't want to spend too much time uh, pontificating, but I, I've uh, on the flip side, best surprise, what would you say was like the, the biggest challenge that you did not see coming like something hmm. that you weren't thinking about it. And then you're like, Holy moly, this is a thing.
0: <laughs> huh. um, let me think about that. I mean, I think the like early feeding part could have been like a little bit tougher than I expected or a little more stressful. Um, Maybe it's because of some of the people that were like around us. They seem stressed. So that stressed out us out a little bit. I think eventually, you know, that all clicked into place. But I think early on that was pretty stressful is like getting nutrition to this child And then I think figuring out like dynamics between family can be a little bit challenging as well, like what family members step up, which family members don't step up. And some of that's predictable. But I think, um, you know, some things are like better than expected and some things are worse than expected in terms of that in terms of family support. I think that like in America, in the 1950s, we decided that It is up to this nuclear family, this mom and this Mm -hmm. dad to take care of this child. It's totally their responsibility. They have to work. They have to do everything. They have to take care of this kid. We got away from like this communal concept, but versus like, if you look at other societies like Mayan people, for instance, they have a community of human beings that take care of the children in the neighborhood and other kids take care of the kids. And, And I think that that just helps to offload a lot of the stress and it's better for the child, right? Like I think any person can get sick of being around any other person if you're around each other too much. And so being around other people and learning from them is really good for the parents and for the child. That space that learning from uh, from other people. So yeah.
1: That's no that's that's actually a really good point because so Quinn, uh, I don't know if he's official but basically I think they're calling like the C generation but the kids that were developmental around the COVID pandemic. And uh and it's very interesting. One thing I learned from Quinn was you gotta understand what you're saying to a, a, a toddler because they're taking at face value. And Quinn was one in 2020. And for the following two years, you know, in, in Philly, things are crazy in Philly, right? Like in different parts of the country or world, different things. But in Philly, like our Lowe's had a tank outside of it with like armed guards for a year. So it was a different environment. Yeah. So when we would go to the playground, you know, we don't know who's what and we'll just tell Quinn, "Hey, there're too many friends here. Let's back up or let's play in this section." And we didn't think about it until you know, much later Quinn was going to school and he he didn't play for like 3 months because he said there are too many friends. Like his his brain developed like, "Oh, too many people means danger." And wow. he didn't understand the t- context. And of course, He uh, is way past it now. And he's like, you know, mayor of Philadelphia, basically. (laughs) But um, it's just like, I think for me, like that was one of the challenges I, one, I don't think anyone expected 20, you know, the COVID challenge. But I think for me is before Quinn was born, I was like, oh, I want to be able to explain everything to Quinn, no matter what. If I can't explain it to Quinn, then I don't really understand it myself. And uh, that challenge of just being able to be uh and probably probably is going to shoot me in the foot at some point but like I wanted to be like the source of truth like if he came to me outside of you know myth you know uh, uh musk, but outside of like the the mythical creatures out there right that we all celebrate on nowadays right which I agree to uh if he came to me I wanted to have the answers I wanted to be able to break it down to him which also has yeah. been a fun challenge it's been a very yeah. fun challenge of explaining well, he asked how does wind? where does wind come from i'm like dude i i don't know we gotta look this up together you know <laughs> wow. uh, and there's actually a very good two minute video on youtube about how wind works but then we both know how wind actually works um quick question but, doc oh i'm sorry go ahead
0: i was just gonna say and that's such a good learning point in general in life is is, is exactly what you said is like knowing your limitations knowing when you need to seek a source out and, and look things up. And I think that you're instilling that in your child to be inquisitive, but seek the truth using yep. something that's reputable. And, and I think that's something that we talk about here all, all the time on the show. And the fact that, you know, you know your limitations, even though you're so smart. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's good to be at that point. I, I feel like the truly educated people are the ones that know that they don't know everything.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I, I agree, too. I have a quick question. Did you? So everyone I talked to when they left the hospital with their newborn, did you have like that feeling when you left? Like, oh, you guys are just going to leave me with this. We're just going <laughs> to let us leave with this baby. Like, did you have that like, uh, I, like realization at all? I mean,
0: there are some times when I'm still like, I have a kid. <laughs> like, yes, you know that hits uh, me too. Actually, <laughs> just like wait a minute, yeah. I'm a child. Um, but apart from that, you know, was I like, oh, they're abandoning me with this thing? I don't know. Where, mm-hmm. You know, I haven't read the the user manual. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt like it was going to be fine. You know, yeah. like people have been raising humans for for thousands and thousands of years. Like, I think I'm going to be okay. And that's and, fair. And, you know, another thing that that I realized that I did not expect was how truly wonderful and generous people are around the time that you have a child, like the community of human beings, yourself included, of course, and Ashley included, Quinn included, like the number of human beings that just support you in these moments. <clears throat> it's just like really amazing. And that people just come out of nowhere. People you haven't talked to for years and they're just like. You know, please let me help you. Let me know what else I can do for you. It's it's just amazing, you know. Yeah,
1: I can I can second that. I would say there are people. When Quinn was born, I don't think Ash and I had to worry about what we were cooking for dinner probably for like three or four weeks. Yeah, like the like uh, the school where Ashley taught, they all like had a spreadsheet. People were covering dinner for each night or sending. I was just like, wow, like back to the whole community thing, right? It was like, oh. They they they're these folks are got our back, which which is which is fantastic. Okay, so got two more minutes. So I want to get to Sham or graham because you know that's always Sam fun. Sham Uh so <laughs> we're working on the jingle. Yeah. Sham or Graham. Anyone out there musically inclined, please help. Yes, yeah, <laughs> send send some jingle, some, some jingle tunes. Yeah. Um, so what would you say, Doc Mock, if what would you tell someone right now, an expected father, uh like, what would be like one if you had a boiled down tip for like uh, expecting father? Like, what would you say to them uh, right now if they're listening? I would tell them
0: just relax. It's going to be OK. I really would. I think that's the resounding issue is just if you're relaxed, your spouse will be relaxed, especially as the guy in the, re- you know, the, mm-hmm. the one person and that's not having a baby in the relationship, I should say your person that's having the baby is going to be relying on you, right? Because they're going to be physically, you know, having to heal from the process of delivering another human being into this world. And I think if you remain calm, you can be calm for that person. You can be calm for the baby and the baby, I think, and everybody else will just absorb that. And and it goes well. I think it's when people get tense that, that it just kind of like that, 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 uh, tense environment is not good for anybody. And there are two resources, and we did, we're not getting paid by them, that I, I really thought were helpful. I think there's a course uh, by a woman who's a nurse um, called Taking Cara with a C-A-R-A Babies. That course was worth its weight in gold in terms of sleep training your baby. And then the book, um, uh, Bringing Up Baby is just like you know, such a great resource written by a sociologist, I believe. And, um, you know, it's just about a different perspective on how to raise your child. I think that was exceptionally helpful. So, wow.
1: Great yeah. points. Doc you, wicked smart, I tell you. And also, back to what you said, calm down. It'll be all right. Uh, I like to shout out, actually, uh, R.N. Graham, because when Ashley was expecting, I was like, man, like, we agreed already that Ashley was going to be staying home at least two years. So I was going to be the primary breadwinner. I was just starting building my practice. So, you know, my income wasn't there. And I was like, man, I I was like, you know, a little bit of, not, I wouldn't say freaking out, but I was like, man, I got to like get together. And uh, one thing, Aaron Graham's like, dude, you'll be fine. Like literally, like and the way he said it was like, so just like calming, like, ah, you know what, you're right. You know, mm-hmm. Aaron Grant has two awesome kids. And I was like, man, like, you know, he knows me. So he was like, dude, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I concur, and I would say I actually have it to folks. I would say, speaking of Colin and turning over while napping, uh, I would say, um, in to people is don't focus on the next milestone or the next step, because you're gonna you can't wait till they're out of diapers, you can't wait till they're off the bottle, you can't wait until they're eating solid foods, can't wait until they're walking, and then one day you're gonna see a video of them just. You know, or a picture of you holding your little newborn on your shoulder, perched up on your shoulder, and you're like, "Oh my! Like, what would I give right now just to have one night of just feeding Quinn? It's just me and him, in the middle of the night in his rocking chair, and he's just like snuggled up in my little ear, and I could just like uh. smell his baby breath, you know, that <laughs> yeah. that milky baby breath, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, time time will take care of all those mi- milestones, so don't yep. worry about it. And enjoy um,
0: them, you know, yeah. and it, I, I feel like there are, there are so many days when I've said what you said to me, which is just every moment is the best moment. Yeah. You know, it's that moment that you're experiencing was great. The prior moment that you had, all those memories that you have are great and all the things in the future are wonderful. Yeah. It's just a great experience if you embrace it, If if you're one of those parents that shows up, you know? Cool.
1: All right. So I think to make a clean break we should take up are we taking a break we should take yeah, a break and then come back break. for for shamragram all right folks uh we'll be back with some Shammergram Tim or gram boom, boom.
2: <laughs> are you a healthcare practitioner searching for a comprehensive solution to streamline your patient referrals and improve collaboration with other practitioners Look no further than Rupa Health, the ultimate platform for integrative and functional medicine practitioners. As a healthcare practitioner, I've struggled with the traditional referral process for labs. It's time-consuming, inefficient, and often lacks the necessary communication between providers and patients. But ever since I started using Rupa Health, everything has changed. That's right. Rupa Health is revolutionizing the way that practitioners connect and order lab work with their patients. Their advanced platform allows you to effortlessly send and receive patient lab referrals and secure their information, sending them the kits directly. This makes the communication directly with other patients and practitioners easy to take care of. I can't stress enough how much time and energy Rupa Health has saved me. With just a few clicks, I can easily order lab work and track their progress, and then I receive the results directly into my inbox which I can send to the patients automatically with recommendations. Absolutely, Rupa Health's extensive network of lab testing and curated, integrated, and functional medicine testing allows practitioners to receive the highest quality of care and dedicate their practice to a patient-centered, holistic approach which aligns perfectly with the values of health care in a functional medicine practice. Plus, Rupa Health provides you with excellent customer support Their team is responsive, knowledgeable, and always helps with assistance in billing questions and how kits are shipped to your patients. They are dedicated to helping practitioners like us provide the best possible care for our patients. And if you're a patient listening, it allows you to seamlessly order your lab testing and receive all of the necessary information. Rupa Health has been a game changer for my practice, and as you know, it will be for yours too. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to save on lab testing by heading to labs.rupahealth, that's R-U-P-A dot com, slash store, slash storefront, underscore, V is in victory, G is in grape, X, zero, zero, four, zero, zero. That's labs.rupahealth.com, backslash store, backslash storefront, underscore, V is in victory, G as in grape, X, zero zero four zero i'll see you later maximal beings
1: all right all right all right thank you for coming back all right folks the father's day half of the episode is over time for some shamogram so as always i'm going to say some names of these videos uh also everyone listening we haven't watched these videos so we don't know what they what what they have okay so um I'm just going to start reading names and you just tell me when to stop. And we're also not trying to disparage anybody out
0: there no. or be negative. We're just not trying to ensure that science is
1: held true. Exactly. And also, we're back to the before the break. You know, I always encourage Quinn to ask questions. When he asks me an ant- asks me something, I ask him what he thinks first to see where he's at. So this is just encouraging you all out there. When you see something online or on the internet, ask questions. That's right. All right. So, in no particular order, we've got speaking of sleep training, ancient bedtime secret. We have and this improved- is the sex thing, right? This is I like- don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Sex juice? What was the yeah, the last one? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think he had a more vulgar name for it, which is yeah. escaping me, but uh yeah, we gotta go back and, and review. We've got one that just says uncontrollable hunger. Uh, sounds like Quinn in the morning. Uh, we have ooh, big pharma, big food. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. I like people who are like okay, Let's go for big pharma, big food. I feel like okay. that 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 grabbed my attention. So
0: conspiracy coming our way, I would imagine. Yeah. Although we had an episode by somebody that worked for big food and told us some of their secrets, which was really interesting to learn ooh. about.
3: All right. Belly fat, these skin tags, skin pigmentation, this buffalo hump or water retention, this video can save your life. The foods that you're currently eating are controlled by 10 food companies. These food companies like PepsiCo also own Quaker, Fritos, and Lay's. These food companies make their products with added sugars, added salts, and other ingredients to make them more addictive than nicotine. By making these foods addictive, what it causes your body to do, to be in a constant cycle of making the hormone insulin, causing your cells to resist that insulin, which causes you to store more and more body fat and leaves you feeling tired and hungry. This causes you to eat more and more of this food and this process continues and continues. The insulin resistance that you develop is linked to almost every single disease that we see in modern day, such as pre-diabetes, type two diabetes, and cancer. The reason they do this is because Big Food works directly with Big Pharma, an industry worth over a trillion dollars. Big Pharma funds Big Food, with the FDA even receiving payments from Big Pharma. So basically, Big Pharma pays Big Food to make you sick. I'm running out of time, so follow me for part two, where I'll teach you exactly how to overcome this deadly system.
1: Ooh. you're real food. Deadly- this deadly system yeah I have, a, <laughs> I have a very simple thing i think i want if it's a carrot eat again <laughs> <a carrot>. big <laughs> carrot i don't think big carrots in big the pockets carrot. of big pharma
0: don't big, don't carrot. big <laughs> carrot sponsored that video
3: yeah i think cool uh, jake
1: My big carrot. um i mean That's what i think i feel it was a little bit tinfoil hat for me um i mean I, I i i feel like there's a lot of things there's a lot going on in that video.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think yeah. I appreciate the low budget aspect. <laughs> oh, yeah. So thank you for utilizing the resources that you have. We all need to know where we are. Um, I think there's some truth in there, Jackie, you know, like the basic link between processed foods and insulin resistance and the consequences of insulin resistance are certainly sound. I mean, we're talking most conditions have some link to insulin resistance. I think the basic understanding of what insulin resistance is, is good uh, at a macroscopic level. There's way more uh, granularity there in terms of signaling for, you know, PIK3 and adiponectin and ghrelin and leptin, hunger hormone and, and satiety hormones. Um, but I think the message is good, Jackie P. As far as the last step there, he, I mean, he lost me a little bit. He might be true. He might be right. I, I, I do believe that the FDA gets some funding from pharmaceutical companies, but I didn't necessarily catch the link between pharmaceutical companies and big food. Although, you know, as we talked about on our episode, um, with you know, back where we were talking to a, a famous author who, um. You know, work for big food and essentially, you know, they do dial into these innate mechanisms that we have within our reptilian brain to constantly look for food, right? We're we're constantly thinking that we're gonna be in a cave and it's the ice age, and we need to get that woolly mammoth and store up all that fat in our body, and we'll never see food for thousands and thousands or for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? I don't think that um you know, I think that he missed some steps, but I think that he he definitely hit on a few of those very important points there. So, you know, it's just another thing, Jackie, where I don't know what the credentials of this person are. They obviously have some sort of uh, background in science. I get the get the sense that maybe they're a trainer or something like that, so they understand a little bit. But again, just like we talked about on prior our prior Shammer Graham, it's like if you don't get the biochemistry, you don't see the map microscopic and if you don't understand the clinical side you don't really see the macroscopic so you need to understand both you need to have both of those things walking into a bar and having the
1: conversation oh nice that, was that a dad joke <laughs> that's pretty
3: good
1: that's pretty good hey hey yeah, hey yeah, uh, hey, yeah. Uh, i agree and also for me coming just thinking about the i don't let me back up i love a good conspiracy theory I like the hope of conspiracy theories that, like, people in all spectrums have this belief that such wild things can happen. Um, I th- This is definitely a more realistic conspiracy theory. Um, but I think the bigger question here for me is I'm more concerned. I don't know how true it is, right, that only, what was it, like, 10 or 11 different companies own all the food that's being made out there. Like, can we talk about that? We should be support, you know, supporting more localized food because then I'll also solve the problem of, you know, whatever you was talking about, FDA being paid off by big food and big pharma and all that, all that stuff. Right. So that kind of scared me more than anything. Like, okay, we're, you know, we should mix it up a bit. That, you know, like let's let's localize our food options. Of course, in this country is difficult because of how we've evolved and industrial farm and everything, but also the simpler answer besides being caught in this deadly cycle, he said, uh, which I give him credit for the theatrics. Yeah. Just, just eat real food. I mean, you know, (laughs) I
0: mean, yeah. And that umbrella that he is talking about is all processed food, right? It's like, so if you're only eating processed food, of course you're going to you know, definitely have that processed food be owned by some parent company, right? But if you get out of that system, that is the answer, right? Just eat local and eat real food and eat enough, like, right? right? Yeah. If you're if you're getting farm fresh produce or growing your own food, like you you know where that comes from and you fall out of that cycle. But yes, like big food certainly is good at making cheap, calorically dense, nutrient poor products yeah. because it's yeah. cheaper to make that. Um, and you feed a lot of people, but yeah. uh, that's how we ended up where we are now is, is with that. But the last now step, we... he, he lost me. And just, oh, sorry, Jackie, but it's like from a sure perspective of writing a thesis, right? This guy <laughs> is formulating a hypothesis and he's getting background information and he made a good conclusion based upon that. But then he just decided to have a secondary conclusion without any founding data other than some random article that yeah. he's showing us a big picture of. So just stick to your own conclusions based upon the hypothesis that you have generated. Boom.
1: Boom. That, And I would say also just, uh, I, I think most folks know this or not, but the... F- Food companies out there that are processing these things, they are not really concerned about your health. So I think it's a good way to start to think, oh, if if something says light or low fat or low sugar or whatever, they're just trying to dial into that part of you that wants to be healthier, but they're not really concerned. They're just trying to move product. So just remember that, right? Um, And if it's a carrot, eat a carrot.
0: Yeah, Jackie P, the weirdest food product that's quote unquote healthy that I can think of is fat-free yogurt. Like how yeah. on earth can you have <laughs> a dairy product without fat in it and be an actual yogurt? There is no way that that occurs in, in nature. So do not eat that. Yeah. It is not good for
1: you. you yeah. Just put and the fat in the yogurt. Yeah. And also fat is good, folks. Fat yeah, is good. Fat is not bad.
0: Fat is not bad. And you get some protein with with 2% or... Yeah. Full
1: fat yogurt. All right. So this next one is called saunas, and I I I want it to be right. I want it to be like, yes, this is good information. Like I feel like I like saunas. I like you them. know I like yeah. I like saunas as well. Uh, so I I hope I hope this it's is not sham. <laughs> this is not sham. sham. Or sham more gram. Sham more gram. The edit's a little bit off here, but all right, let's go here. Good or not, Tony saunas Robbins. just in the last yeah. year okay. or thirty years. Well, okay, so Tony Robbins coming in hot. I yeah, have this. To... <laughs> Tony Robbins has been pushing this.
0: He had health issues. He learned some stuff. He's smart and has has a big voice. He's tall, so now yeah. he's got a voice in the health world. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the backstory.
1: Yeah. And also, I would say keep mind. Mind the source of the page that's putting out these things, right? It's Sun Home Saunas. I don't know what they do, but perhaps they're selling saunas. You don't know. I don't know. Or maybe there's a lot of saunas, but all right. Tony Robbins, what do you got for us? it or not, saunas, just in the last year, I started using saunas and they've seen a huge change. There's so much research on it. Now. Four days a week in the sauna for just 20 minutes at 160 degrees plus, whether it's a laser type sauna, red sauna going in or a traditional one, will absolutely change your health in more ways than you can imagine. Like people that don't really work out, I can get them to do this now. And they can just go sit in the sauna. But what happens, it reduces your chance of a heart attack by over 51%. I read that. Yeah. Wow. It reduces your chance of a stroke by 62%. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so (sighs) there are benefits of saunas yeah let's not get overboard (laughs) right um
0: right so this is another example of where somebody's focusing in on this and not connecting the big picture so uh, so sitting in a sauna what, what does it do to the human body? It heats up our internal temperature, which forces our body to cause cooling down of our internal organs and regulation. We call that homeostasis, or getting to you know our center point, our set point. The set point changes during certain times in our life, right? So um, while you sleep, the set point changes slightly. If you're sick, a virus, so let's say COVID-19, can change that set point. And our bodies actually sometimes will go above our set point in a means of protecting our body, trying to get rid of the pathogen that is infecting us. That's why you get fevers and so forth. Um, and so sitting in a sauna of 150 degrees or so absolutely will trigger this homeostatic mechanism. How do we dissipate heat? You can do it several ways, either through movement of air, which Quinn understands fully at this sure point. It's pretty cool. Um You can add water into the situation. So there's steam saunas. There are also those saunas where you put water onto rocks, cause steam to occur. Um, And then we sweat, right? Sweating is another big way that we are able to dissipate heat because we're cooling our skin, which is where the heat interacts with on the first part. So we're kind of creating a a protective mechanism. So we're sweating. And when you sweat, one of the main reasons why we do that, uh, in addition to things like going to the bathroom, you know, peeing and pooping uh, is the elimination of bad things, waste products from our body. So we do that with sweating. So sweating and sitting in a sauna is really good at doing that. It is really good at eliminating toxins from our body. So those of us that do functional medicine utilize that as a way for people that have toxin exposure of stimulating, you know, our body's natural means of eliminating these toxins. And we stimulate some of the other systems too, Jack. Without getting too yeah. deep the details,
1: yeah, in the weeds.
0: <laughs> there are studies that have been done, and we talked about this actually. We did a an episode on cold thermogenesis. If you remember, this is what Jackie P. When you were going out on your roof and doing pushups, like mm-hmm. total badass. Um, yeah, just getting after it. No big, big deal. deal. And and I had a sauna in uh, in Cleveland because it was cold there. We don't really. You, know, you just walk outside. You have the same effect here in Florida. But um, this study was done, I believe, in Belgium, and they randomized people to either normal temperature exposure every day um, for a period of several months or uh, sitting in a sauna for a period of about 15 minutes at a temperature of around 150 degrees. Now, they did see lower levels of stress in these people. They actually did see a reduction in uh, cardiovascular risk. And I think that the extrapolation to the risk of stroke is probably based upon those data. Um, However, um, you know, does that apply to all of us? Not necessarily. And the insinuation that you don't ever have to exercise and you can just sit in a sauna does not necessarily correlate. Yes, you are getting that same effect of eliminating toxins and stimulating blood flow, which does have cardiovascular benefit. But you're neglecting all of the other things that could potentially benefit um, that you get with exercise, such as, you know, heart rate variability, improvement in sleep, hormone regulation, you know, improved muscle fitness, which is so very, very important, especially as we age with our ability to um, sustain movement and not have an injury. Most injuries and deaths that occur an older age are either due to something catastrophic or something that is musculoskeletal, like a fall. Um, And so see, you know, insinuating that sauna is good. Absolutely. It does reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease and probably stroke. Um, It does eliminate toxins and there is good scientific evidence, but does it supplant exercise? Absolutely
1: not. Wow. You know, you're just so smart. (laughs) I, I don't think people understand what's happening. We are watching videos we don't know what they contain. there's no typically we have a host you know what they're going to talk about you know, maybe we do research, maybe we don't but Doc is just pulling this stuff from his big old brain. It's just I'm just impressed. I I, I don't know it just doesn't get old to me I it just it just really does't um
0: and I actually found that the citation was from the the British medical journal in 2018 that was where yeah. the studies on sauna came from. so
1: there it is and also, uh folks if someone is an expert in one thing doesn't make them an expert in all things and just because uh, you're tall doesn't mean you're right about everything jackie exactly well
3: people,
1: you sound like my business partner now everything i do it's because i'm tall i could get away with it <laughs> um but yeah so tony robbins uh, I like some of your stuff, but stop telling people to not exercise. Saunas are yeah. great too, but yeah. have it part have of it an encompassing plan. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are you looking for high-quality, evidence-based supplements to support your functional medicine practice? Look no further than Fullscript, the leading platform for healthcare practitioners to prescribe and order professional-grade supplements. As a functional medicine and gastroenterology doctor, I trust FullScript to provide me with a wide range of high quality supplements that meet specific needs of my patients. Their extensive product catalog includes trusted brands, ensuring that I have access to the best options for my patient's health. That's right. FullScript offers a comprehensive selection of supplements, including vitamins, minerals, botanicals, and specialty formulations, all sourced from reputable manufacturers. Plus, their rigorous quality control ensures that you're getting products that meet the highest quality standards of purity and potency. And what I love most about Fullscript is the convenience it offers. With their user-friendly online platform, I can easily browse, prescribe, and manage supplement protocols for my patients. It saves me valuable time and streamlines the ordering process. Absolutely, Fullscript makes it easy to create customized protocols for your patients and track their progress. Plus, they handle all the logistics from inventory management to shipping so you can focus on what matters most, providing excellent care to your patients. So if you're ready to take your functional medicine practice or wellness to the next level, visit us.fullscript.com slash welcome slash maximal being. That's us.fullscript.com slash welcome slash maximal being to receive your 15% discount on customized supplements and check maximal being standardized protocols for gut health. Full script has been a game changer for my practice, and I know it will be for yours. Don't miss out on this incredible resource for functional medicine practitioners and patients alike today.
1: All right. So this one is called I had to click on it, Uncontrollable Hunger, just because I don't know where they're going with it. Uh and I think I experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. I want it. I just. I want it to be right. I want it to be right so bad. This guy looks angry, though. Yeah, he does. Maybe hopefully it's like a, just a bad like uh, pause here. But all right, uncontrollable hunger. Here we go.
0: A really good hack for uncontrollable hunger, and it works every time, is resistance starch. Let's say that you have hyperphagia. You're eating just way too much at night. You're like, ah, I can't stop eating. What you do is in the morning, in the a.m., you literally reset the body's circadian clock and you can do it in one meal. Basically, what you do is you have like a baked potato, really big one. Okay, Heat it, cool it, put some butter on it, have a couple of eggs with that, maybe six ounces of steak, and then 30,000 IUs of vitamin D. Have that all at once, and then that fermentable fiber combined with the protein and the vitamin D just knocks the hunger right out, like all at once. It's from the fermentable fiber interacting with vitamin D in the gut and just reroutes your hunger signaling immediately. And it's easy to prove. So I just say go try it. All
1: right. Um oh boy. Also, <laughs> also, why was the editing what? so aggressive? Why yeah. was it cutting every two? It made my brain hurt. Yeah. I was sitting on a plane <laughs> not too long ago and
0: watching this guy intermittently as I was doing other things. Scroll through TikTok videos so angrily, he was so <laughs> mad at his little computer. He was just yeah. like, and all he was just watching is this propaganda aggressive stuff the whole time, yeah. and just so mad the whole plane ride. it just felt so bad for him, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. And and also, another thing, and I know this is gonna be very counterintuitive, but we always challenge people to challenge us. If someone's on a podcast, it doesn't mean. That's right. Know Sham-er
0: Graham,
1: about. us. I dare you. Yeah. Graham, us. Keep us accountable. Okay. Yeah. But and honestly, I'm a skeptic. I think this guy is recording himself and just doing these weird choppy edits to look like he's on.
0: <laughs> and he's
1: just like in his garage talking to himself <laughs> and just putting out the content. But that's just Jackie Bean. Uh, a
0: skepticator, but I, I looked him up just to see, you know, does he have credentials that would allow me to believe these claims? And I did not find any scientific papers that were published on PubMed. Um, he appears to be a CEO of a certain company. So that's great. That's wonderful. Um, but I, I do not think he understands the science of ghrelin, um, right? So two hormones control hunger. And satiety, so our feelings of fullness. Leptin tells us we're full. Ghrelin tells us we're hungry. Um, We have talked about on our intermittent fasting episode way, way long ago that ghrelin downregulates over the period of essentially four to seven days. This is done a lot of it's by um, Jason Fung, who published you know one of the initial books and has done extensive research as a nephrologist and scientist on intermittent fasting. And tracked ghrelin levels over time. And that is what the physiologic data shows. Um, Absolutely, vitamin D has an impact on our um, cortisol and our hormonal signaling. Uh, It can somewhat impact ghrelin. Um, Vitamin D is going to be recharacterized as a hormone one of these days, coming up soon, because it crosses through the blood brain barrier. And it's so easy to get, right? You can get it by sitting outside fully exposed 10 minutes, you get 20,000 units of vitamin D um, and linked to all kinds of improved health outcomes. However, the insinuation that eating bread um, sometime overnight, your body's magically going to downregulate your ghrelin levels, absolutely not true. And there, your hunger mechanism is so much more complex than that, than, and even than I'm making it too, And there is such a psychological component to hunger. And and those of us, Jackie P., you and I have both done this, that have done intermittent fasting know that the first few weeks where you're doing it are the hardest because that psychological part and that physiologic part need to regulate back to that steady state. So when you train your body for years that food's coming at 7 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning, it's going to take time to undo that. And you cannot over uh, undo it overnight. That is just physiologically impossible. Show me the data and not yeah. what one person does sitting in their basement.
1: And also no disrespect to this guy. I'm sure he's cool. I'm sure he's cool and fun and have a beer, but I don't know. Like it's, it seemed like just in his brain, just having a big breakfast. Cause he said a lot of food, like six eggs and, you know, you know, and then also he snapped like, yeah, reset your circadian rhythm like that. I'm like, that's not how that works. Right? <laughs> it's just not like a flip of a switch. Like, oh yeah, I had a big breakfast. So all of a sudden my entire system has changed now.
0: No, no, it doesn't work that way. And I mean, that devalues sleep science. It devalues hormone science and bariatric medicine and gastroenterology, my <laughs> field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So it, this is a clickbait video, and yeah. and and so the other ones, you know, were a lot better than that. Um, I think we I think we ended this episode with a good one, but at least hopefully the listeners out there, you know, hunger does have a a, a psychological component. It is is not your willpower, but it is just your body is trained to do that. You can regulate that with intermittent fasting. There is good evidence to support that. It takes time to get over that, but if you give it time. It can work. And people are just desperate. People want to have an easy fix and they want to lose weight, but it doesn't work that way. You know, it it takes time to have these things and form sustainable habits that are right for you. And the thing that works for this guy probably does not work for you because you don't come from the part of the planet that he comes from and you didn't don't have the same microbiome that he has, and you weren't raised the same way and you don't have the same monetary resources, yada, yada, yada. So
1: and I, day, I dare say it doesn't work for him either, but hey, just, <laughs> I'm just,
2: I'm but maybe
1: Botox does work. Yeah, yeah maybe Botox. Yeah. Work. All right. So we have just time for one more. Uh, this one is called Ancient Bedtime Secret. And I like it because everyone loves ancient things. And yeah, there's some ancient things that's been around. You know, it's 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 cool, like, wow, ancient secrets, but I don't know. I we'll see. And hope, <laughs> I can't and also, where we're gonna go. Also, also, I want them to. I want this to be good. I want us to be like, oh yeah. You know what? Yes. Check people should listen to this. It's, it's also gonna 50... be like
0: a horror movie title or something. like
1: Bedtime <laughs> secret.
0: Yeah, just, like somebody's peering over you at night.
1: <laughs> it's fifty-one seconds too, which means there's gonna be a lot to digest. So, uh here we go.
2: Everyone is freaking out about this. It was even freaking out. on the news. All right. And it's called this news. ancient bedtime secret that no one talks about. <laughs> all right. Now it's this odd thing you do every single night before bed. And it literally makes you shed weight like crazy. My mom gave it a try and check this out that's my mom seven months ago that's her today right she lost 76 pounds just from following this bedtime secret every single night it was even featured on the news but they took it down because they know it reveals the secrets about the weight loss industry um i have the exact video where my mom learned this i'm gonna stick that link down below for you guys check it out i'm urging you to watch it because they always take this video down because they know it's exposing the lies the weight loss industry. Check it out today,
1: everyone. That was awesome. I thought it was going to be like a joke. I thought it was going to be like a fake, like ah, uh, like I thought that was going to be a parody. But that that was it's legitimately. Not. It's not a parody. It's not a parody, it's and I think it's funny a it, to put that on the internet. Oh, I like I like this. They're like everyone is freaking out. I was like, okay. This is my mom. This is my mom. Look at her. Look at my mom. She lost 76 pounds drinking this pink lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) The The next video is like he walks into her while she's trying to make her. I told you not to come (laughs) in here. Get out of here. I don't even know what to say about that one. <laughs> I I think the entertainment value is for sure there. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. It's a mystery. We'll he didn't say know. I was in the drink. It. We'll never know. It's it ancient. looks refreshing. It looks ancient. Yeah. It's just yeah, ancient secret. <laughs> I. I. I don't know. I.
0: It makes you turn from one a picture of one person to a picture yeah. of a completely
1: different yeah. person. Yeah, <laughs> you become a completely different person, literally. <laughs> um, oh, that that's good. Well,
0: yeah. we'll never know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll never know. It wasn't a uh, carrot. Yeah, it wasn't a carrot.
1: a carrot. No, um, it was a pink drink. Some something pink. It looked like pink lemonade, and I would say the person in me who loves pink lemonade was like, that looks quite refreshing. Definitely pink lemonade. Uh, but also, you know, I'm going to take this one, Doc. I'm going to take this one, doc. If anyone tells you to drink something and they tell you you're going to shed pounds, one, think how, how are those pounds are going to come off your body or out of your body, okay? <laughs> For better or worse, that's the first thing. And two, perhaps back to asking questions. You might want to know what's in this drink. It may look refreshing, like delicious pink lemonade, but you don't know what's in the drink, especially <laughs> if it's ancient. If it's yeah. ancient, right? Like <laughs> it may just and, be a laxative. Yeah, exactly. it's not like, that be was- exciting at work? Yeah. So, yeah, you might have lost 76 pounds, but congrats. You have a whole nother plate of problems to do. With. <laughs> <That's
2: right. laughs>
1: now, Jackie P, from a financial standpoint,
0: <laughs> does it make sense to pay money to put that on Instagram? <laughs> to get no, your mom's it... to put your mom's house, <laughs> get a second mortgage on your mom's house to sell you this product?
1: It is, it is not. No, no, it is not. <laughs> It is not good sense honestly that video was more entertaining than it was anything else so we'll give them (laughs) points for entertainment yeah absolutely honestly i'll be honest with you i i was waiting for some sort of like an snl parody moment like yeah yeah don't don't drink mystery things off don't drink mystery drinks off the internet folks no Uh, no don't do that yeah uh I don't, and if you do, I, just sweat it out in a sauna. Yeah, You'll eventually get rid of yeah, it. Yeah. Can you imagine if someone drank that ancient drink and saunaed like 20 rounds? <laughs> oh, wow. 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 lose so much weight. Yeah. They'll be competing in the... Big the food would hate it. All the pageants. Yeah. big, Yeah. Yeah. Get back at Big Pharma and Big Food and drink this pink lemonade. Poop and, yourself <laughs> in a sauna. <laughs> go sit in a sauna and <laughs> Because they're taking it down from the news, because everyone's going crazy, and they don't want to reveal the secrets—the ancient wow. secrets—that was also a little um, tinfoil hat, yeah, yeah, like the ancient <laughs> secrets. Yeah, the, the and you know, I, I like I like the marketing gimmick of like, oh, they had a, this is a secret because people are going wild out there; they can't handle the Ticking truth. it off of the news. This, yeah, this drink, this half-filled cup of pink lemonade.
0: I wonder which news channel he's listening to. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> axios. <I>
1: don't, axios. <laughs> okay, so that one purely entertaining. Like we, it was that delightful. was entertaining. I had a good time. That was good. I, I feel like I don't want one more. I feel like okay. I need All one right, more. let's do it. Why not? We started a little late. I'm we, not sure. one. We're, we're gonna go. <laughs> okay. So, um, I there's one here. It's called sesame seed oil. Perhaps, perhaps it's just a recipe, something delicious. Uh all right, so <laughs> sesame oil. I'll be honest, folks, I have lost hope. I thought. I don't know. If he is it on his body, I'm out, man. I love to say I see it says <laughs> on the bottom, my favorite lube hands down, and I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> sesame seed
3: oil all right i'm often asked what is the best lubrication jason for slow love making oh i always recommend organic cold pressed toasted sesame seed oil for the win this is an ayurvedic hack fellas this will keep the woman's ph balanced and healthy and that should be Uh. a concern for you as well the lubrication Does not dry out like a KY jelly. It's got no chemicals like a KY jelly. You can heat this up. It feels good, warm or cold. And the lubrication and the protection that it gives both partners so they can have a great time together. Nothing beats cold-pressed, organic, toasted sesame seed oil. If you know, you know.
0: I mean, 23,000 likes. (laughs) I don't want to know. Wow, I mean, when we're talking smoke point of oils, <laughs> I do not reach
1: for sesame seed oil, and you want you want a high smoke point when we're talking yeah. about <laughs> unless you intend to throw your partner on a skillet. After <laughs> That's it, right? I would say, of course, disclaimer: I am not an expert, but perhaps leave the sesame oil for sauteing delicious recipes in the kitchen. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And also
0: the fact about a man commenting on the pH balance of a woman's vagina is just utterly ridiculous. I mean, it is a self-regulating self-cleaning organ, leave it alone and let it do its own
1: thing. It's doing a good job, you know, whatever it's it's doing, it's doing it correctly. It's the, the vagina, of course, again, I'm not an expert has been taking care of itself for eons yes. right i don't think
2: <laughs>
1: this guy came around with sesame oil yes uh, and the vaginas across the world were like oh finally yes. i've got some backup <laughs> Thank with god. my Thank god <laughs> oh i mean if, if you're
0: gonna reach for anything you're gonna reach for coconut oil right yeah. it's, it's <laughs> semi-solid semi-liquid right it, yeah. it it does have a high smoke point very good for cooking with because mm. of the high smoke point yeah. um it is very natural, but it is very obvious
1: based on this
0: particular video that this guy was paid by the sesame seed oil company he, for something.
1: Big, big sesame paying them for big sure. Big sesame. He's him. in the pockets of big sesame. Definitely. For Slash sure. big pharma. Big pharma and, <laughs> and big food. Uh, also, shout out to... Ayurvedic. He said, he said Ayurvedic, right? Yeah, that's right. Dr. Uh, Gupta, Dr. Shrani Gupta, right? Our last, our last guest. She did Uh, not teach us about that secret. Yeah. We might have to bring her back. We're going to have to ask her about that one.
0: Let's talk about sesame oil. If you're listening, please, please let us know. Please chime in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, This has been delightful, Jackie P.
1: I've had a good time. I had a great time. And also, I just love what the little, the inner person in me that is a big fan of Reddit and just the raw purity of the internet is is a little bit happy that these things are on the online because it's <laughs> I entertaining. I right. Know. But then, like the Jackie, who's one in real life a fiduciary, the layman, mm-hmm. and like know the power of people who just believe everything on the internet is. Scared that these things are online. There's somebody out there
0: listening to this with their mom, yeah. drinking a pink beverage <laughs> at a and sauna. themselves <laughs> in a sauna. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> oh man! You know, Jackie uh, P. We laughed, we cried. Yeah, <laughs> we it was the best of times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the worst of... We lubricated. We lubricated. Oh wow! Yeah, we did all the things. This is this is delightful. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Um, as always, you know, I'm Doc Mock. I'm here with Jackie P. Uh, if you've not done so already, go ahead and hit, hit the subscribe button, leave us a comment. And uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us at team at maximumbean.com. Uh If any of you want to sham or gram us or correct anything that I'm saying, please, we are receptive to it. So go ahead and shoot us that email. Um, Jackie P, you know, I, I'm making a ton of content. So there's some really exciting scientific content Um, breaking it down for normal people, for scientists that I am producing right now. So stay tuned for that over the next several months. And um, Jack P, I'm excited to continue to learn so much from you as a dad, as I go through my journey as a dad. So happy Father's
2: Day to all the fathers out there.
1: Happy Father's Day, folks. Happy Father's Day.
2: The content included is not intended to be used as medical advice, and viewers should consult their physician or healthcare provider should they have additional questions. The viewers should not rely on information contained in these presentations for immediate or urgent medical needs. Additionally, if you think you have a medical emergency, call your physician or go to the emergency department or call 911 immediately. Never disregard professional medical advice or rely on seeking medical care or delay medical care due to information contained in this presentation. What's going on, Maximal Beings? Doc Mock here. If you haven't done so already, leave us a comment and hit the subscribe button. Let your friends and family know, that way we can get the word out and continue to bash the bro science.